0: Right. Welcome to episode seven of How About Them Huskies. I'm joined with, I'm Connor. I'm joined with Andrew, Matt, Matt, and someone who's not a usual co-host, Tyler Polly. Ty, how you doing today?
1: Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, just came in from out of town, by the, having a away game, so just chilling. just chilling,
0: Cool, cool. Well, we thank you for coming on, and we'll just get right into it. We have a couple questions. So how I'll start. How's life been treating you overseas since you got over there? How's it been for you?
1: It's been great, man. I can't even lie. Uh, being in Greece and you know, being in Thessaloniki, is amazing. Um, the team is amazing, amazing fans, you know. Um, it's an overall great experience. I can't exceed <laughs> exceeded my expectations, so it's a real great experience. I'm glad to be here.
0: Cool, cool. And what's one thing you miss the most from being back in the States, if you could choose one thing?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I mean, my family, my yeah. girl, my friends. Um, yeah, that's about it. Just my loved ones, you know. That's what I miss the most. Cool. Yeah. As far as like culture wise, like I don't really miss anything back in the states. Like the culture is cool over here. The food's amazing. Uh, it's healthier. So, but, yeah.
2: All right, Ty, you played under a lot of amazing coaches at UConn. Who would you say got you the most ready for the next level? <clears throat>
1: um, I'll say Coach Early just because I was with him the longest, but uh, Coach Early was also great. Uh, he instilled a lot of things in me early on that carried on to Coach Early that made me, you know, play with Coach Early and be successful with Coach Early. So, I credit both coaches, but the one that helped me most overall, I'll say is coach Rowan.
2: Yeah, that's kind of who really we all thought it would be. An amazing, yeah. amazing coach.
1: Yeah, that's my guy.
2: That's my guy. Now we all gotta know who's the funniest teammate to play with.
1: Uh the funniest, I gotta say Isaiah or Josh. Yeah. Isaiah or Josh. Those are my guys. Those are my brothers. Either one of either one of those two.
2: And Brendan yeah. and Adams. That's easy to see. Zay seems like he's yeah. a funny guy. Yes, he's he famous.
3: <laughs> you
2: guys still keeping in
3: touch?
1: We talk every day, bro. You have, yeah. like, uh, we have, like, a group chat.
3: We yeah. talk every day. It's great, yeah. it's, it's the going to man, you got to make a new group chat every year for your teams. Yeah. You got all those guys in there.
4: Yeah. Hey, what up, Time? I'm Matt, and uh, my first question for you is, um. You know, we see, like, Dan Hurley's reactions a lot after, like, a questionable call on the sideline. You've probably started seeing this this year now that you're watching on TV. And he'll have, like, the funniest look on his face. And we can see that, but we don't really get to, like, hear him. What's, like, the funniest reaction you could remember Dan Hurley having after he's angry?
1: <laughs> um, it was during the COVID the COVID year season, and we were playing in the garden that day. <laughs> he put the mask, like, over his nose. And – uh. After like, a questionable call, and he looked like a mermaid man from uh, SpongeBob. <laughs> that was that was that was real, funny. That was, real That's funny. funny. that was that was a memorable one for sure,
4: dude. We're blessed as fans to just see these yeah. reactions when the camera shows him. That's just like a whole nother level that you don't really get to experience at other schools. And uh, my next question is you kind of seem like you got a knack for hitting big. Shows. God, correct me if I'm wrong. You probably don't want to correct me there because that's a cool thing to have. But is that just something you were born with? Like, were you just born with ice in your veins? Uh, um,
1: it's It's weird because, like, for me, like, I struggle with confidence. But, like, in those moments, like, I just don't try to think too much. I just, like, do. I just go into action. So I think that's why um, I'm prone to hit big shots sometimes because I'm just, like, not thinking as much as I, like, do, like, throughout the game and stuff like that. So I have a game where I'm not hitting any shots, but I hit a big shot for under a minute left because I'm not thinking. It's just, like, all right, it's a do or die. Like, I don't got time to think. So um, I just think it's – I just think um, that's what causes it also – preparation, putting it work, you know, and um, yeah, man, just being blessed to be able to shoot the ball, I mean, gifted that ability. Um, I think those are the three, like, contributors to me being, I guess, clutch or being able to hit big shots and going consecutive, um, hit consecutive big shots throughout a game or, you know, have big moments So.
4: Yeah. For me, the, like the Auburn game comes to mind and I know that went into overtime after you hit that, but that was a huge shot. And then Nova game comes to mind when I was in the house that XL last year, you had a big shot where we could get back in distance. And uh, yeah, you just seemed like you couldn't lose like that. That's how it felt to me. You just had like a look in your eyes. You felt like, I don't know, you just couldn't lose. You had to hit a shot. It was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Just try to help the team, man. That's, I just try to help the team as best as I can. Uh, That Nova game, especially, like, we fought so hard throughout the whole game. You know, Coach Oda got thrown out, like, and we were down by four. I'm like, bro. Because I haven't, before that, I haven't beaten them ever in my career. So I'm like, I really can't beat these guys. Like, I'm just thinking, like, I can't beat these guys. Like, we got to beat them. Like, I felt like we had the game, the whole game, like, we were controlling the whole game. So, Coach Kamani ran a play for me, I had a timeout. So I knew I was going to shoot the ball, like, before we uh, started playing again. So I was prepared mentally, like, you know what, as soon as I catch him, I was going to shoot it. Live with the results.
3: What's going on, Ty? What's up? All right. So coming into UConn, you know, as a freshman, you know, there were a lot of uh, a lot of upperclassmen. Um, would you say that you looked up to any and... Have they helped you get to where you are today at this professional level? If so,
1: um, it's tough. Um, my freshman year was real tough. Obviously, I was I really bad year for UConn, um, and like just all the stuff that was going on, and you know, KL leaving. So I mean, as far as upperclassmen. Um, I looked up to or that helped me the most. It's tough to say, not to like, you know, discredit anybody or, cause a lot of those guys did help me, but um, as far as like setting a culture, like Coach Robey said, and setting like a foundation and following that to win games, that translates to winning my freshman year, I didn't really get to see that because we lost a lot and there was a lot of frustration around the locker room and just wasn't a good energy, a good vibe, so um, I really had to figure it out on my own, which was tough. Like, being, like, an upperclassman, being a leader of the team, I guess, like, it was tough trying to figure it out on my own, having a new coach, getting used to Coach Charlie, his intensity, so I didn't really have that. Of course, guys helped me, like Jalen. Uh, Jalen helped me. Uh, Terry helped me. Um, CV, but yeah, I really had to figure it out as so I went along. Oh, yeah, Christian. Uh, Christian, Mike, those guys did help me. I'm not going to lie. The walk ons still helped me. Those are my guys. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a mixture of both, I would say.
3: Yeah, throughout your five years, you know, you experienced a lot of different teams and at the end, you know, you guys were a very good team. Uh would you say that those at that, that first year, you know, kind of being under five hundred and everything and you know, being able to learn, do you think that helped you help the younger guys become a more of a mentor?
1: I think it did. I think uh experiencing that really, like, opened our eyes and made us realize, like, just because you're at UConn doesn't mean you're automatically going to be good or you're automatically going to go to the tournament. You know, like, going in as a freshman, I'm just thinking, we're UConn, so we're, <laughs> we're going to the tournament. Like, like we're, we're going to be successful. Like, but it goes a lot into winning, especially at that level. Go Like, a lot goes into it. So experiencing what not to do that first year and, like, how to approach every day and how to approach practice and how to approach games, like, it really changed, like, our mindset, like the other guys, you know. You know, we we brought back the culture, earlier, and Coach really helped us learn a way to teach us, you know, how to win games, how to approach practice every day, to build a culture, build, build something special at UConn. And now you see it right now, like what he said with that foundation and how we helped some of the other guys like Jordan and Adama and Andre and now they're emerging as superstars. So, you know, it's, that first year definitely sucked but it definitely helped as well.
3: Yeah, you know, you hear all the time about all these players, they say that they have their like welcome to the NBA bonus. You know, you said Coming into UConn, you, were kind of, you kind of had these high expectations. You know, you're going to make the tournament. You're going to do all this. Did you have a moment in particular? You know, maybe just like during a game or like after a game, where you were like, "Damn, like, you no, know, this is a lot different than anything I've ever done before."
1: Um, yeah, it was at PK80 because we had just we actually started off pretty good. We went to PK80 undefeated. We have some close games against you know, the mid majors, but we end up winning. But we win the PKA undefeated. We beat Oregon. Oregon had a good team that year. They had Peyton Pritchard. They had um they had good players that year. I remember they had a good team. And we beat Oregon, pretty much a home game for them because at Oregon, PK So I'm like thinking like they like hey, you're pretty good. And then you play Michigan State the next game. And I mean that team was loaded that year. They had Miles Bridges, Jaron Jackson. Like, they were freaking stacked. Like, <laughs> and we barely lost. Like, it was a close competitive game. So, after that game, I'm thinking, all right, we're, we're legit. Like, you have a good team. And then we play Arkansas. The next game, it got blown up by like 30. And I was like, I was like, okay. Maybe we're just tired. Like, I don't know. I wasn't thinking like we're going to be bad. And then the real game that, like, really, like, woke me up was Auburn that year. We played at Auburn. They were just at like, a different level. I was like, yeah, it's – I'm like, that's, like, that's how college basketball is supposed to be played, how they play." I was like, yeah, this is – this is different. I was, like, really shocked. Like, I was like, man, these guys are really good. <laughs> like, like, we got a lot of work to do to get to that point. So, I, I would say um, Arkansas, Auburn, and we played Villanova that year at XL. That was a that was a that was a bad game. That Villanova team won the championship that year, but that team was freaking stacked. Stacked NBA players, I guess, sixty NBA players that year. So those are like the three teams that really like set tone and they like woke me up. Like this is how good you're supposed to be, and uh, you got to put in a lot more to get to that level.
0: Cool. And as we've mentioned, you played parts of five seasons. You've played a long time in college. Do you have a certain game that sticks out as your favorite? And also, do you have a favorite moment as well? It could be the same thing. But What's your favorite game and what's your favorite moment you've had? In- mm-hmm. the favorite
1: game? Yeah. It's tough. Um, favorite game, I would say, I played it in, is probably, at, I'll probably say, at Marquette, obviously, when I got high. But I'll say, no, i was saying beating Nova this year was probably, like, the best moment because I felt like that was, like, a little hump you had to get over, like, beating good Nova because, you know, Nova's, like, the top of the biggest every year, top in the country every year. So beating them was, like, okay, UConn is taken that next step of where you're supposed to be at. And when the, like, fans stormed the court, it was just – it was amazing. So I'll probably say – I'll give you a couple. I'll say Nova this year, Marquette, Florida my junior year. That was a crazy game. Um, Auburn. That was a crazy game. And um, – Trying to think, so. Sarah, I've so Syracuse, my sophomore year, I think, at the Garden. That was a fun game to play into for some reason.
3: I remember so, that yeah, one. A, That's when Hurley went up to when you it
1: that hot. The Adams, yeah, right, right
3: Boston, on the Adams, head. And, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, That was uh, when that meme uh was born, but. I'll say that game too was fun. Yeah, I'll, my favorite moment though, I say after I tore my ACL, like the game after that, we played Wichita State, and like before the game, they like put me like on the like jumbotron and it was like had like a little like uh, tribute to me I, like saying get well soon. I wasn't expecting that at all, and now it's like real touching. That's when I knew like. UConn special, like, because they didn't have to do that. So I was like, dang, like, that's real love right there. You didn't have to do that. They just showed me love, like, you know, before the game, it was just, that was, that was a real moment for me. I would say probably my best moment. Even though it was a moment very sweet because I was hurt, but that showed me, like, UConn's true colors and how they really care for, like, for their players.
0: Yeah, that Wichita State game in itself was a crazy game too. The double overtime. Yeah. Unfortunately, you guys lost, but played in a lot of yeah. crazy games. Overtime. Yeah, it was a
1: crazy
0: game. And I have another question here. As we mentioned, there was a coaching change when you were here. Kevin Ali and his and switched over to Dan Hurley, and obviously Ali and his staff recruited you. Was there any thought of leaving, entering the transfer portal once Hurley and his staff came in?
1: <clears throat> oh, for sure. I was for sure thinking about leaving, like, um, I was thinking about going to Tennessee because originally I was going to go to Tennessee and then UConn offered me, and I'm like, well, I'm going to UConn now because UConn, (laughs) like, that's a school. That's one of those schools you dream about going to as a basketball player growing up, like UConn, Duke, Kentucky, like, schools like that, like, you just dream about going to. But, yeah, Tennessee... I think my going to Tennessee because they still they were still really interested in me. Um, after my freshman year, but um, it was a tough decision. But Coach Early talked to my parents, and my mom loved them. So that's all I need to. That's all I need to hear. My mom loves you, man. You must be a good person. And um, that's what made me say it, it was my mom loving Coach Early pretty much. Yeah.
0: And yeah, and I'm sure you're following the team this year. Nine and zero start, number eight in the country. By the time this airs, they'll probably be higher, maybe top five. What have you liked so far from the, the squad this year?
1: It's hard, to, it's hard to name, bro. Like we're freaking stacked. Like it makes me so happy, like seeing how good we are. Because from being where we are, my fr- like being where we were my freshman year to like rebuilding and working and getting it to like relevance in college basketball. And now we're back in the top 10. Like I feel like I feel proud to like be a husky because like we put in a lot of work culturally and the staff put in a lot of work to like build a foundation, build a culture to help us get to that level again. So you yeah, know, I'm just real happy for the team because a lot of people stuck on us this, this year. A lot of people we we started off unranked, which is crazy. I'm like like okay. <laughs> I don't think there's twenty-five teams better than us, but all right. And now we're showing the country like who we are, but I don't know, like um Andre is like my brother. So I say Andre, I love how he plays, plays so hard, like unselfish, like ultimate team player. He's the ultimate team player. Um Alex, that's my guy. That's my youngin' right there. He got he's one of the best shooters like I played with for sure. He was doing that in practice all year last year when he came. So I'm not surprised he was doing that in practice every day. Um Adama, of course. Adama's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. Jordan, he's just he's special. And um I like I don't know, I like the whole team, man. Like Joey, Joey's tough. Joey got that you got that uh, that swagger, Tristan's tough too. Like he he got that dog, you um, know. It's tough, man. I like the whole team, but Donovan's a beast. Like I'm just naming the whole team because <laughs> you're so stacked. Uh, Nahim's good too, man. Like uh, I'm just name the whole team, but um, yeah, we're going to do something special this year. I feel it for sure.
3: I was gonna say, you know, you spent a lot of time there. Uh, is there a, is there any word of advice you have for these guys this year? You know, a lot of new guys coming in, a lot of a lot of fresh blood in there. Is there any any words of advice you have to, to give them for someone who's been there for so?
1: Um, word of advice. Um, I'd probably say we we started off really good. We started off high. But when things get bad, how are you going to respond? Because it's, it's a long season, you know, you never know what could happen. Like, you never know what can happen. Injuries can happen. Like, you just, you just never know. So, if things get bad, because things might not be bad. If if things get bad, and how passionate our fans are, and how we care, and how if you lose here, like at UConn, it's, it's tough to walk around campus. It's tough to go on Twitter and Instagram. That's what comes with it, you know, not complaining. That's what comes with it, and it's a pressure. It's a privilege to have that. It's a privilege to have pressure to win. It's a privilege to have pressure on each game you play. And so um, I'll just say how you respond to that shows, like, your true character. And um, if that happens, just respond in the right way because, you know, it's a long season. You might lose two games, three games in a row. How are you going to respond? Are you going to wreck the season? Or are you just going to bounce back, win a few games in a row, get back on track? But I'm sure Coach Shirley has told, it, told him this before. Um, pressure is a privilege is what I learned from the coaching staff, and that's something I try to carry on in each game. So having the pressure to play, having the pressure to perform, the pressure to win is an honor, something you don't get. Especially, like, like realizing that, like, overseas, like, you play teams where you don't have pressure to win, like you're just out here playing. Luckily, I'm a part of an organization that it is pressure to win because our fans are crazy here, which is amazing. So, um, yeah, that's my advice to them.
4: Yeah, Tyler, Um, I was just thinking that the success that the Huskies are having this year, it wouldn't be close to where it is without guys like you and Isaiah Whaley who really – stuck around for a bad year, bought into Dan Hurley's culture and just helped change the culture and became a leader by the time you were out. So I really see guys like you and Zay as, like, the face of the Dan Hurley culture. And I was just pointing that out. That wasn't even a question. I was just pointing that out.
1: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. For real. I mean, a lot.
2: Ty, I know you said you thought about going to Tennessee not once but twice. Um, and was there – I know you said Hurley really talked to your mom and dad and really um, that's a really good thing, obviously. But was there anything that Kevin Ollie did that really reeled you in to UConn as opposed to the Tennessee organization?
1: Um, K.O. Okay, yo, okay, – yo, uh, you know, having inspirations that go to the – NBA. I got a high school and you know having these ambitions and KO playing in the NBA for I think over a decade. You know having that experience and having won a national championship at UConn, <clears throat> like you see, he's done it. He's done it. Um, he's he's been where you want to be at, at an NBA and he's won a national championship. So it's like he's he's got the best of both worlds for me like he's he's been where I want to be at in the NBA and he's won national championship so why not go to a guy that's done it and you know he was a great guy um like he told the truth of the situation and you know told me how it's going to be so I mean that's all I can ask for so that's why I really chose KO and um It was tough, though. It was real tough. Um, But I think it worked out for the best because Tennessee was loaded that year. Like, 2017, 2018, they had Grant Williams, uh, Schofield. Um, They were loaded that year. Like, they went deep in the tournament both both of those years. And probably I wouldn't develop the same because I'd be playing behind a lot of those guys. A lot of those guys were... uh, upperclassmen so now everything works out uh everything you know
2: happens for a reason
1: so but yeah that's why I really chose KO
2: because of that yeah I think I speak for all Huskies fans when I say we're very happy you decide to stay at UConn because <laughs> I mean in at least the four of us books, and I know a lot of people other you're a Husky legend
1: oh man I appreciate that man hey man like I always think like Danny, like, you you going to UConn winning a career like Kimba or Shabazz or Ray Allen, but, and obviously I'm not even close to those guys, but, you know, hearing that means a lot because, you know, you work for, you work for those five years, you work your tail off to try to rebuild something and try to become a competitive again, and you get to that point, so you just, it feels good, like, to see people acknowledge that, so that means a lot. I appreciate it.
0: All right, Ty, we don't want to keep you too much longer. I got one more last closing question here. How's your team doing this year out in Greece? Just how's the season going for you guys as a whole? I know you mentioned you have great fans, but Mm -hmm. how's the season going?
1: It's going really good. It's going really good. Um, We got a game tomorrow, a big game for us. Um, It's going really good. Um, It's been an experience like I wasn't expecting for real, like, when I say the fans are crazy, like, the fans are, like, college fans crazy. It's, it's something I didn't expect. Like, it's it's nuts, um, you know. But, you know, we're playing in the Greek League and the Champions League, so, you know, we're doing pretty well in both. Um, we got a tough schedule coming up, but, you know, winnable games. So, you know, we just got to walk in and walk um, in and win these games for the month of December because it'll carry us on to, you know, play for something bigger, bigger than the team, bigger than us. So, um, yeah, overall, it's going, it's going pretty good. It's going good.
0: Yeah, and if you can quickly just fill in the listeners, what part of the season are you in right now? Like, Are you in the beginning, yeah. middle, end?
1: It's, yeah, it's like, it's like beginning. It's still early. Like, we're not even halfway through. Like, the, mm. the official season started October, like, middle October, like early October. So, like, we're still early in the season. Like, we're not even halfway through yet. Um, if everything goes right and we're supposed to win games and, like, we're supposed to do what we're supposed to do, we're not going to finish until, like, May. So, we still have a few more months left. Um, yeah, still early. We only play, like, like, uh, 11, 12 games around there. We've got, like, every something games gotta play. So it's early, still got a lot of work to do to get to where you want to be at.
0: Cool. I think that'll just about do it here for episode seven of How about Them Huskies. I want to thank once again Tyler Polly for coming on. I know we got a little time difference here, but we made it work. Well so thank you, Ty Yeah,
1: no problem. Thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the love.
0: Yeah. And thanks for listening and look for another episode later this week.